Meet the toughest gang of teenage girls ever to slash their way across a motion picture screen. didn't want them. Their teachers were scared of them. Even the cops couldn't tame them. Switchblade sisters. Are the young rebels fighting for survival in a decaying society? Or are they just teenage hoodlums taking advantage of their youth? They can't hold us. We're juveniles. <laughs> First you'll meet Lace. She's as affectionate as a scorpion with all the loving tenderness of a buzzsaw. Okay. You want me out? You're gonna have to. You got knocked off, right? Big deal! If you go, it's gonna turn out bad. She'd rather kill her man than lose him. Then there's Maggie, Lace's best friend, a shapely young bundle of female dynamite, and Lace's man lit the fuse. Chicken. You'll also meet the girl who used her young body to earn the nickname of Bunny. Have a little something to uh, relax the nerve. And it's only five bucks. God. Come on, Superman. And then there's the one they just called Patch. I lost my eye for this gang, remember? We used to be tough. They also call her the Smiling Cobra. Shameless. You get it, woman! The Switchblade Sisters. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Welcome back. Oh, my goodness. All Are of you, you Dagger Debs out there. Are you ready for some girl fights? I'm ready for some girl and fights. Switchblade <laughs> fights, Pete. Oh, my goodness. I'm ready for some dirty, disgusting 70s Los Angeles. This movie is uh, changed my life. Listeners, my name's Pete. And I'm Scott. And, and these, these are, are the, the movies, movies that, that made, made us gay. gay. Yes. Welcome back to the show. Our very own Dagger Deb, Ben Cheese. <laughs> ben, welcome, welcome back. back. I'm a Jezebel. Thank oh, you. Yes. Uh, I prefer Jezebel. <laughs> An impudent woman. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I just found it in the dictionary. <laughs> I mean that that is a that is a fifty cent word if I if I ever heard one. Uh, Scott, talk about. We're here today to talk about Switchblade Sisters, directed yes. by Jack Hill, released May first, nineteen seventy five. I feel like we have not really covered a lot of exploitation movies from sure. this time period mm-hmm. on the podcast, but here we are tonight. Yeah. We're talking about Switchblade Sisters. Are that. also known originally released as the Jezebels. Yes. And then they rebranded it later in its theatrical run to Switchblade Sisters. I think I prefer Switchblade Sisters personally. Yeah, I would definitely that definitely makes you want to watch it a little bit more than Jezebel's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that's just kind of a it's it's a cool gang name and in the context when they're explaining yes. it and she says, you know, what what a Jezebel is. I I, I <laughs> love it, but yeah, Switchblade Sisters it sounds more like an exploitation movie. Less um yeah. less Betty Davis <laughs> maybe than than the Jezebel's. Sure. 100, yeah. It's definitely giving you 70s exploitation yeah. girl gangs. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It says it all right there. In 
behind the title. Absolutely. Um, and I love a switchblade. <laughs> I, love, I love a switchblade. I love a switchblade comb. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the yeah. switchblade comb is like your first introduction. Every kid at, like, the yeah. magic, j- the joke shop, you know, you find the switchblade <laughs> comb and, you know, you think you invented yeah, it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was obsessed with a kid from um, Back to the Beach. Yes. Who had one. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the brother from Back to the Beach. Yeah, he he yeah. he was yeah, a great character. Yeah. I was I was I too was very much obsessed with, with <laughs> yeah <laughs> with that one. <laughs> he could have been a a, a dad. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they would they would have taken him in. Or the okay. What what is the name of the boy gang? They're the, the, the daggers, the silver daggers. They're the silver daggers. The silver daggers. Yes. And then the yeah. girlfriends are the dagger dabs. They were nothing. No, yeah, they were no, nothing. The silver daggers. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> the dab- a bunch of crip. Crippled dick. <laughs> Bunch of crippled dicks. The devs are running that school. <laughs> but I mean, this movie is pretty insane. Uh, we Scott and I first saw this at uh, the New Beverly. We saw Cinema. it at the New Bev. So yeah. I did not know this movie existed until I saw on the New Beverly calendar that they were double featuring this with Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. Yes. And oh, I had always wanted an opportunity to see that movie on the big screen, and yeah. it was a double feature with it. Yeah. And Fuck. Yeah. That is a dream come true. Did they show this one second? They, they showed it second. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was a hell of an evening. It was so much fun. Oh yeah. And, um, I mean, just the thing about, like I said, this movie is such a time capsule because I'm watching it and I'm like, I think I know where that is, but it's a really disgusting, broken down, (laughs) like dystopian LA. So (laughs) I was going to ask, is this, in New York or is it in it's LA? A, it's LA. They, well, okay, I mean, like, well, in the movie, in, in the LA. movie, sure, sure, sure. That's yeah, a good okay. question. They shoot okay. on a back lot for the big, right? For, yeah. for the big, uh, it almost act. feels like it almost feels like the gang just went to the back lot. Yes, like it's not even pretending no, to yeah, be New York. Absolutely. It's just, it's just straight up. Yes, the MGM back and, lot. And then there are a couple of choice scenes in. Uh, Lace, would you call Lace the main character? Lace is not the protagonist. It's Maggie. I would really. say Maggie's the, yeah. is the right. main character. Um, but Lace is the leader of the of the Debs, the lead and bad girl. There's a couple yeah. of shots in her bedroom. The you know mm-hmm. the first shots where she throws that like I don't know what is it like a brush or something at that Chihuahua sized <laughs> rat in her bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Now out her window, it looks to me like they're trying to make it look like a big city, like she lives in the city, kind of like a good times kind of a situation. Sure. But you Yeah, know. yeah, it was very good times. Yeah. Um and then there was like a mention of 110th Street. Yes. But also palm trees. Yeah. <laughs> and like googie architecture yeah. and stuff like that. Like that uh like they don't have Hamburger no, stands like no, that no, anymore, no, 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 no. So. We know where that location oh, is. The hamburger stands. It is now an oh. oinkster. It's an oinkster. Uh, it was it's featured on Park. Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. So there is a oh. there is an airbrushed Guy Fieri <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> I love just how I love just how fucking depressing Highland Park looks in yeah, this movie. Yeah, Highland Park was pretty was pretty gnarly up until like the two thousands and so, until that 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 good old gentrification snuck in there. But <laughs> right, <laughs> but yeah. So okay, that's fair. I do think that maybe they were trying to go for more of an actual urban New York, yeah. maybe just East Coast. Could be Detroit. Yes. Could be Chicago. But clearly this is, you know, the greater Los Angeles area where they shot this. 
But I was just shocked at how kind of run down. I mean, I have memories of like, you know, the early 80s as a child, but I wasn't really paying attention to like all this graffiti. This isn't my L.A. anymore. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, at seven. So, yeah, you're just like, oh, it's exciting. It looks like MTV. Yeah. 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 I remember going to New York like in like first grade or second grade and just being so excited about seeing like like graffiti and breakdancers and everything. I was like, Oh my God, I've entered like the world of the television yeah. and the subway car is completely covered in graffiti. Like look yeah. like the whiz. Yeah. And you're just like, Whoa. And my mom's like, so sad. <laughs> Good and I'm just, like, <laughs> and I'm just like, I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget when I went to New York as a child, um, I was telling my classmates and we must've been in like the fourth grade. So we're like, you know, nine and, and just, uh, one of my, uh, classmates, a girl, her name was Suzanne. She was just sitting cross-legged and she goes, you're going to get mugged. <laughs> Toughen up, kid. Yeah, yeah. them's the brakes. I was like, I know how to, oh. I know how to wear my pocketbook crossbody so they can't take it off me. <laughs> I learned that the hard way. Well, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that this is like a feels like a time capsule for a way for you, but like for me, it feels like a time capsule of the '90s about when it was re-released. Okay, like, sure. Yeah. When. When Quentin Tarantino did the re-release sure. through what is like Rolling Thunder Pictures, yep. mm-hmm. like I remember it being in theaters and coming out and just being like super soaked because I was like, you know, in college and getting into cult movies mm-hmm. and like seeing this on a big screen was like pretty big for Atlanta, and um, and it it just reminds me of like that moment in the '90s where everyone was obsessed with the '70s sure. and yeah. uh, and just kind of like cult movies and going to my favorite video store and like getting it like recommendations from like the, like the punk rock neighborhood video store. Yeah, totally. And, uh, yeah, it just, that, that's that seventies by way of the nineties kind of feeling yeah. that I, that I remember as well. And, and Quentin just being kind of like, okay, if he's, if it's got his stamp of approval, well, I mean, it's going to be great. I think that, it, yeah. I think that Quentin is largely responsible for all three of us discovering this movie. I mean, I had never heard of this until it was shown at the new Bev. And I know that Tarantino has a big hand. I mean, he owns it, but I think he has just a big hand in everything that's programmed there monthly. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. pretty. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I know like a lot of them are like his personal prints. So they show there. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And Um, I wonder if that kind of, if he didn't have that kind of uh, hand in it, in the nineties of movies like this and, you know, coffee well, they, I mean, would kind of just been lost or, you know, kind gone of into obscurity. Yeah. yeah. Jinx. Yeah. I remember like, I mean like bike exploitation had already kind of like had a moment, mm-hmm. you know, like a revival. And I remember like kind of finding a, a lot of those movies, but I mean like, it's kind of awesome what he was trying to do with the rolling thunder pictures, you know, yeah. he was putting out like, like old exploitation films and like getting them out in the theater. I remember getting to see the beyond because of that. Oh Wow. Um, yeah. And so, like, I can't remember the other ones that he did, but, like, I mean, like, he was basically trying to do a boutique Blu-ray label back in the 90s when he was, like, had Miramax backing him for everything. Right, right. Um, uh, his, the original introduction, Quentin's introduction <laughs> on the DVD, it's on YouTube. Yeah, they're so both on YouTube. Look oh, it up. It's, it it's great. So great. <laughs> oh, I love it, though. I... <laughs> I can't stand as well. I would show it to everyone. Like, of course, anybody would come over. Like, we're watching Swift Play yeah. Sisters, and I put it on, and they would want to see the Quentin Tarantino thing. I was like, 
he is going to ruin the movie for you. Like the way he does, like the impression of like, of lace. Like, you were lousy. <laughs> Everything was lousy. I think his impression of lace like, is pretty funny. Pete was trying to do a lace last was, night as we were watching the movie. Cause lace just sort of, if you can hold your jaw, that's sort of how she talks. She, she, she yeah. kind of is giving the whole movie like her jaws wired shut. Trick you pulled on patch. You're pretty good. What else can you do? Want to find out? Why so hostile? These are the silver daggers, and we are the dagger devs. What gang you with? I ain't with a gang. You ain't with the gang? People just stomp on you. You don't have any muscle behind you. Everybody's got to be in a gang. Just staying healthy to loan it. Thanks, sir. I'll take my chance. It's weird. <laughs> But I love her. It's it's yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I get what you're saying about Quentin Tarantino. I, I I have always thought that he is a little uh, abrasive. Uh, but let me tell you this. You know, in the '90s when he was like the biggest thing, and you know, Pulp Fiction and and all of that, I have I've had several people. My uncle, my best friend from high school, Ray. Like several people tell me like. Oh, like I was watching this thing and, and uh, Quentin Tarantino was on it. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I like like Pulp Fiction or whatever. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, he reminded me of you. And I was like, <laughs> what? I don't see that at all. Yeah. That you just. I, I, no. don't, I, I never got <laughs> it. But like different people who had not cons- co-conspired with each other told like said that on, on non-consecutive occasions. So I was like. I don't get well, I, like I don't know if it was just my like weird kind of energy or what, but yeah, I, to this day it baffled me. I did not know you in the nineties, <laughs> but I have, I have never wanted to punch you in the face. Okay, good. That's good. often the All case right, yeah. when I hear Quentin. I mean, like the best taste ever. Love is yeah. Love his movies. Love his his references and everything. I'm thankful that he puts. He wears all of his influences on his sleeve. Well, but I hate hearing him talk about absolutely. it. Absolutely. Let me let me also say this: We just did an episode of Postcards from the Edge, and y- oh, you know yeah. Shirley MacLaine's character is you know it's this analogy for Debbie Reynolds, and uh, there's an there's an SNL ske- sketch from the '90s called Leg Up, where Sherry Sherry oh, yeah. O'Terry is Leg Up, Debbie Reynolds, yeah. and <laughs> and Molly Shannon yeah. is Ann Miller, and I posted a clip of it because I was like, oh, Sher- Sherry O'Terry could have been you know Doris Mann or whatever just a funny little thing on Instagram. But in that clip, Quentin was hosting SNL in that episode. And so he does, he goes on leg up as himself and they kind of roast him about like, you know, you're just a movie nerd, like worked at a video store and all that kind of stuff. But even him playing himself is just like, Oh, face palm. You're just like, Oh God, (laughs) stay behind the camera. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was just always, yeah, absolutely. And, he, and usually, <laughs> whenever he's in a movie, he has to do a voice. I th- isn't it in Hateful Eight? Oh, yeah. Isn't he doing an Australian accent? Oh god! And he, yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think that he does some kooky character work in From Dust Till Dawn too. <laughs> oh man! Well, okay. So yeah. he's a he's a pain in in the keister, but you know what I mean. But he's kind of he brought us yeah, this he, movie. he brought us this movie, right. and we are this recording this call like. Right below a Quentin Tarantino poster, so yeah. I am I am one of those film bros. I have a one spot time I, Hollywood poster right above me right now. I, it's, yes, it's, same. It's I mean, not I have all his movies. It's not a Reservoir Dogs poster. Don't worry. 
<laughs> We're not that guy. But um, yeah, I want to start off the conversation on just exploitation movies in general. And then we can kind of move into its director, Jack Hill, because oh, he's yeah. a fascinating filmmaker. So, Ben, do you yeah. want to just kind of talk a little bit about exploitation movies from this time? Uh, yeah, I mean, I like that's kind of what really got me into movies and like wanting to like like watch old movies more so even than classic movies. I was like, as soon as I found out about like American international pictures, I was like, Oh, this is everything I love. Like from the Frankie and Annette movies Mm -hmm. from the, like, you know, like the juvenile delinquent movies. Um, and like in Atlanta, like I was saying, you know, like in kind of like in the punk rock neighborhood here in Atlanta, there was a video store called blast off video. And there's a guy who ran it named Sam. And like, he was like, the coolest guy in the world to me. He was like, and it was like mid nineties. He dressed like a beatnik. The entire place was like red and black with like leopard print. Oh my God. And it had the feeling that like, if I picked up the right video, that like a secret wall was going <laughs> to open and it would, they were going to be showing like blue movies yeah. and like doing like cheesecake photography and all that kind of stuff. And so like, and he was just great. Like he would, I would rent stuff and I was renting stuff like faster pussycat and like, um, I don't even know, like, uh, like black exploitation yeah. movies and things like that. And he would, and I lived kind of like out in the suburbs still. So he would be like, here, take this and take this too. You'll like this one. You'll like this one. Just keep them for a couple of weeks and bring nice. them back. And like, he was the best. And like, that's, and like, yeah, when I was in film school, that those were the movies that really got me excited and just kind of learning about all the subgenres and like, and like learning how like genre film works and like how, yes. The, you know, the cycle of a movie, like, you know, it's, it starts off with, like, a hit, like, uh, catching it on a trend. And then they're just kind of, like, running into the ground. And then it merges with something. So you'll get, like, you know, like, uh, a kung fu movie that's also right. a vampire yeah. movie. Yeah, just these um, weird genres of, like, kung fu western women in prison. I know that Roger yes. Corman really liked women in prison movies, which we get a little bit in Switchblade Sister. Oh Car chase God. movies, yeah, it's tough. too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, and Roger Corman just being, you know, the his, his own film school. And, uh, you know, Jack Hill kind of came out of the same group of the movie brats from L.A. film schools with, like, Francis uh, Ford Coppola, um, you know, uh, Brian De Palma, mm-hmm. like, all those guys. Um, and so, like, he, they all got their chance uh, working with Roger Corman at, at American International. Um that's so wild that American International is the same company that kind of gave us the beach movies and then, <laughs> yeah. you know. The, yeah, the, you know, the, the Poe movies, the beach movies, the, like, uh, Hot Rod movies. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but, like, uh, I mean, this definitely falls into more of, like, the grindhouse era right. of the exploitation yes, right, movies right. of like of getting to show they're going to show more TNA. Yeah. We're going to exploit um, sex which, violence and action in this, yeah. in this movie. Yeah. And because since Hollywood movies were able to do that now, I mean like, you know, you had already had right. like midnight cowboy and all these kind of movies that were like already showing you TNA too. So you had to really have a gimmick to get people to stay in the theater and come see your movie or, you know, or at least you had to sell it on the poster to get them there to see what they think they're going to see. Yeah. It's so, which is, it's so crazy. Just the way the we have an idea in our head of the industry, quote unquote, and like Hollywood, mm-hmm. how it is today. But it's like, you, you know, it was completely not 
like I mean right now it's just like the big studios and then there's like you know independent kind of crappy made for sci-fi channel or whatever movies but right like and usually the so-called indie studios like something like a24 they have major backing behind them yeah too mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's a yeah I mean that's you know a24 movies are not being made with this kind of budget no. in 15 days yeah you know yeah. that's that that's a that's an American international budget. So, yeah, um, I also find the release strategy for American international movies and the grindhouse movies to be so fascinating. It's that it's yeah. that you're going to take this on sort of an old like road, road show, show yeah. of how they yeah. would do in the 60s I, I, and play them from city to city. So you wouldn't really have a traditional wide release in over 600 theaters. You would go from town to town and that's how you would build buzz. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually a great book that I like have right Ooh. here. Uh, it's called Faster and Furiouser. Um, <laughs> and it's all about, it's like the story of I mean, American international pictures. And it kind of goes with their whole genre. Uh, I mean, their whole like different film cycles through the eras, And like, we'll talk to like the key players yeah. and they talk a lot about that, about like coming up with a poster idea first and then like seeing if it will play in like New York and then moving to Chicago, Detroit, or, like, you know, starting in LA first. And, and so like that, it's super fascinating. You know, like hearing how like John Waters used to do that. Like yes. he would like put uh, the print yeah, in his going, trunk and yeah. like get divine. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's absolutely. I was, oh. I was going to say, first off, uh, the first time I ever heard of something like that was in Ed Wood where they're talking about like, we already got the poster. Right. So this is the title. Yeah. This the, is the poster. Like, and we sold it in Pomona and, you know, <laughs> like in Tulsa yeah. and, you know, all this shit and regions and, and these salesmen going out to these markets and all that. And then again, uh, I kind of learned about it on from John Waters in mm-hmm. his commentary tracks, and I, he goes really and into the head it. of New Line. At, well, at Bob, the time. Shea, yeah, 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 Bob really, you know, really did that by hand, and I think kind of with those movies. He really learned that from like Herschel Gordon Lewis, yes, which is like his hero. Absolutely. I mean, like you know, like them doing those, making those movies like in Florida, and then just like traveling around the yeah. South to drive in the driving circuit. So, yeah. yeah. I think um, uh, the Cecil B. Demented commentary from what is that two thousand? Uh-huh. That's he really goes into like grindhouse movie theaters and how uh, like you know this movie theater would only show kung fu movies and this would only oh, show yeah, black exploitation yeah. and and all that and that to me was so there's fascinating. A, like what? There's a great book about that too called Sleazoid Express yeah. and it's a guy who used to run like he used to put out like a, his own like newsletter uh, zine mm-hmm. and uh, he worked at a lot of the different uh, grindhouse theaters. And he talks about like, there'd be a gay yeah. one, you know, there'd be one to like the junkies would go and shoot up at. And like, you know, like they, they played at different ones and like, uh, you know, so I, I love like, that. Like, I, this is all like pre, you know, I mean, home video kind of really changed everything, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, home yeah. video, you didn't have to go to the porno theater to jerk off. You can finally do it in the, <laughs> in the yeah. comfort of your own Fine. home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that kind of a thing where it's like net bootlegging and all that just became a lot more easy to do. And it, it, it's not like Bachelor Party with like Adrian Zamed pulling out like a reel-to-reel <laughs> like <laughs> eight millimeter like porno movie, oh God, you yeah. know, like what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's just the the eighties and the and the VCR and the you know availability of it. And let me tell you this, VCRs like 
those motherfuckers are like $500 in like 1984. Like, right. mm-hmm. You had to rent, like, I remember like, for a long time you had to rent them from like Blockbuster, yeah. you know, like like rent a VCR for the weekend. Yeah. Like, because yeah. that shit would be like equivalent of like a, like a $3,000, like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. machine. Like, okay. And we paid for it, man. I mean, we, I always remember having a VCR, thankfully, you know, thank. Yeah. You know. Yeah. My parents were, I guess, like early yeah, adopters mine for too. that. And like, we were. I remember like going to the mall store that sold like electronics and renting videos yep. from yeah, there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, I've I've told this story on this podcast, but my dad and my stepdad both invented simultaneously daisy chaining the oh, the yeah. uh, camcorder <laughs> to the VCR to then record one from the other, and it's like boom, editing bay. <laughs> my the movie that finally like made my dad like figure that out he was like okay we're gonna figure this out because mm-hmm. he wanted to have his own copy of crocodile Dundee. oh there you go as he should <laughs> so, just that just yeah. that shot of her taking off like the skirt and she's got the bit <laughs> and the, the french cut yeah. bikini yeah. Yeah. oh my god so we all remember it i want to bring the conversation back to jack hill because yes. jack hill was sure. kind of i mean he came up with Roger Corman, and Rod- Jack Hill, from what I've read about him, had this really great commitment to filmmaking that Jack Hill would take these assignments from Roger Corman and just kind of bring them to this next level and kind of make mm-hmm. something kind of cool and meaning film about uh, about them. And that when you watch a movie like Switchblade Sisters, I think that you're almost laughing at the movie to start with. By the end of it, you're kind of invested in all of these characters. Like this movie is building on itself until the very end. And what I think is interesting about a story like this is that any of these directors, you want to make something Shakespearean, you just have to work within the confines of the genre that you're producing. So this is a girl gang movie, but we're going to be treating this like Othello. And I think that's so badass. Yeah. I, I, again, like taking it back to like the, like Roger Corman too. Like he, I think that I heard that he basically had a poster of like Patty Smith. I'm sorry. (laughs) Patty (laughs) Hearst. Um, (laughs) Had a a poster of like Patty Mm -hmm. Hearst, like, you know, like with the um, SLA and, and the name the Jezebels, and he was and he was like run with it, and so that's what he came up with. And then uh. like through like one of the rewrites, he was like, okay, he kind of turned it into like an Othello story, um, yeah. And which you know, I mean, like he did really good stuff with uh, with Pam Greer, mm-hmm. with like Coffee sure. and Roxy Brown. I mean, like those are like really really awesome movies for like a, a black female lead yeah. at the time, and he let her have input, and so like he was very giving, and like. That entire kind of like school at AIP was like leftist, and they were trying to make like kind of like mix in some social commentary with the exploitation stuff. You know, like Roger Corman was always trying to like put a little bit of a message in there. Yeah. I mean, I'm here for Patch. Like, I'm like, I love the character yeah, Patch. Like, my favorite. Patch, best character in the movie. Yes. But also, g- give me the donut spinoff. <laughs> oh my god, donut! Like basically, that that was the Donnas. That's what it, yeah. that's what spinoff yes. was. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> she is every member of the Donnas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She yeah, and she was uh, Lenny Bruce's daughter. So yep, so interesting. Was, yeah, and then Jack Smith, I guess, was like semi friends or acquaintances oh with gosh. Lenny Bruce, and so he was like, "Oh yeah, we'll put her yeah. in." Yeah. Um, ben, have you seen the Swinging Cheerleaders? That is the exploitation I, movie that he made right before this. That was pr- a pretty big hit. And yeah, I've 
and the Jezebels yeah. was the follow-up. Like, okay. I need, the, okay, I need yeah. to track that movie down. And this movie specifically was released from his production company, Jack Hill's production company, Centaur Releasing. Okay. okay. So that's kind of like um, his, his production company. Um, yeah, no, I haven't seen that one yet. I'm, I'm always like, eh, do I want to? It's <laughs> like, is it going to be just all TNA? Right, right, right. Or, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I mean, I like a bad girl more than a... Right. And yeah, yeah, I mean, like a horny cheerleader. Yeah, there's there's like so, there's like some nudity in this, but it's all like it kind of serves the plot. Yeah, I don't know. It's not. Well, I, <laughs> well, I was reading that they were trying to get a PG rating oh. because like they really wanted the teen crowd to okay. come and see it, but then they didn't realize that if there's any kind of like hard drug use, then it's an automatic R. Okay. So they were stuck with an R rating with no TNA, and so people who were coming. To see okay. the typical, like, you know, exploitation Grindhouse movie didn't really get what they wanted from that. And so I think that's that's one of the reasons they think it wasn't a, a good But hit. there's a lot of violence. <laughs> there's a lot, there's of, a violence. lot of violence, yeah. Surprising violence. I'm here to tell you, when we when I saw this for the first time, I was shocked at the, like, the that, people that are, like, dropping like flies. That like, shootout. Characters. That shootout at the... <laughs> yes. That shooter... At the... That shootout yeah. at Moonlight Roller Rink. Roller Rink. Mm-hmm. That's a very famous roller rink in L.A. You see that show up all the time. Whenever you see a roller rink show up in a movie, chances are if it is shot out of L.A., that is Moonlight Roller Rink in Glendale. There's a um, uh, oh, my God, I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, But, yeah, there's like a few in Atlanta uh, that are like uh, from like in rap videos. Oh, nice. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, I was kind of I was. Not surprised, but I was just like, okay, the 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 nudity is not as explicit as I kind of maybe thought it would be, and then but the violence was more explicit than I than I was <laughs> expecting. I was like, oh, yeah, that uh, the brawl in the prison with the yes. um, Alice from Brady Bunch <laughs> on steroids. Yeah. yeah, there's some tits popping out there's there, some, like you know, yeah. like the prison matron. Yeah, I can't with that character. <laughs> I love, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of love her. It's a, uh, I, I love that. That staple. She's very. Uh, with her, her name's Mom. Mom. Snackly. Yeah. She's like Alice, and she she's giving like, a little large um, Marge, like pre-transformation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? Oh, uh, what's I can't remember the character from uh, Reform School Girl. Oh, but, like the main. <laughs> Uh, principal yeah. warden. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, the 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 little women in prison went, moment is it's it's a really great scene. Her stunt double once they start oh, fighting is a man it is, in a horrible it is way. A man. It is like. Spaceballs level yeah, no. of like stunt. stunt it's work. I'm gonna get it's, you, sucker. Um, We're doing this on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> totally, We're doing this yeah. on purpose to call out how crazy it is. <laughs> it's, it's almost like they know. They have to know, right? Well, let's talk a little bit about <laughs> this cast and these actresses. So oh um, we mm-hmm. have the main bad girl, Lace, pro- played by Robbie Lee. This is probably one of the first and only starring roles that this actress did. I mean, knocks it out of the park. Was she? <laughs> Does she? Was she in Swingin', swingin Cheerleaders? Is she in Swingin' Cheerleaders, Scott? No, maybe no, not. No, I don't think so. Uh, okay, so um, Lace, the head, Dagger Deb, yes. does not wear lace anywhere in this movie. No, <laughs> she kind of has a Linda Blair look about her, too. I, I think of Linda yeah. Blair a lot. If this movie would have been made about a couple years later, this role would be played by Linda Blair. Yeah, like when did when did Linda Blair do like Born Innocent? Wasn't that oh, her? Oh gosh, like, probably like seventy eight. I think yeah, Savage that. Street was um, early eighties, like eighty one or so. Was already eighty one. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, 
But I, yeah, I read that like Jack Hill loved her James Cagney voice, oh. and that was one of the reasons why he liked oh, her. She's so I was absolutely like, oh, okay. doing a James Cagney voice. Okay, yeah, that yeah. just like sh- it's, yeah, she is okay. like cursing dirty rats that killed her yes. brother left and right. Her yeah. delivery um. is so insane <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, it's. Insane. It's indescribable. <laughs> I'm not going to try and do an impression of her because it's just. I think Wired Jaw is the yeah, best. Yeah, she just. Like it sets like but, it. But because she's doing a very, like, angry, pent up, like, uh, this girl is yeah. just has so yeah. many emotions. And so her <laughs> jaw is just so tight and it just all comes out like, <laughs> like that. But uh, her. Styling in this movie is oh. fucking crazy. Yeah, like yeah, the skin tight pants and the knee high boots and jacket and the hat. And like, what is is yeah. great? It's like her signature. Whatever piece. that Princess Leia moment I, she has yeah. at the skating rink, the disco yeah. crystal ball, <laughs> disco ball, yeah. Princess Leia. Mariah Balenciaga like it is <laughs> so insane, and I was like. Is it a weapon? Because, okay, because what we're gonna get to Maggie, we're gonna get to Maggie in a minute. But you know, using your wardrobe as as your weapon is very like girl gang, right? And so I'm I'm thinking, yeah. So I'm thinking she's gonna like unwrap (laughs) (laughs) these Swarovski crystals in her hair and just start. They almost they almost look like tinfoil. Yeah, 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 that's what I thought it was for a second. Is. It was like she like braided it into her hair and then <laughs> rolled it yeah, up, and then did like, the princess Leia buns. It's 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 yeah. wild, but yeah. So so lace is the leader of the dagger debs. But let me tell you this mm-hmm. about lace. It starts off on when okay a- after we finish the most amazing song on earth, uh, murderous yeah. woman. What is? It? <laughs> By yep. Medusa. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like um, it sounds like Beyond the Valley. Yeah, it, really it sounds does. like the Carrie Nation. It really does. Yeah. Um, after this amazing song and this really great opening title sequence, which just right. features disgusting, broken down, dystopian Los Angeles, the very first person we see on screen is Lace. It's her bedroom. Mm-hmm. We get her Chihuahua-sized rat, you know, <laughs> and all of that. And and so I'm like, okay, we are following Lace. This is our main character. This is our hero. Oh, no, no, listeners. Do not be fooled. <laughs> Lace has a very wild and very journey on this Lace movie. Lace has an interesting arc. It, yeah. So yeah. let's talk about yeah. all the other uh, girls in this gang, the all other right, dagger devs. Right, we get Patch. Played by Monica okay. Gale, and she's okay. kind of the she's the Iago of the story. Yes, and yeah, she has yeah. this crazy eye patch because she lost she lost her eye in like a for the, in gang. Like, the gang. She lost her eye and think that she must have gotten it stabbed out or something. I think I don't it's know. in her her initiation like like yeah. Gig. She's like yeah. She's like I lost my eye for this gang. We used to be tough. Yeah. I love so, this okay. actress. She's my favorite character of the movie. So okay, for for totally. me, Patch is giving fake Jan. But she's also giving <laughs> Eve Plum. Like, I, I feel yeah. like Eve Plum could have taken this and, like, really gone places with this role. <laughs> but this actress is 
beautiful. She yeah. just has this long yeah. hair, this teeny little frame. She's and she's just so stunning, and she's just so. Pissed. She kind of came from <laughs> semi-adult movies too, which is kind of awesome. She oh, was in a I, movie called see. Pinocchio from 1971. Its alternate title <laughs> is The Erotic Adventures. The Erotic of Adventures of Pinocchio, <laughs> rated X, and she was yeah. also in Nashville Girl. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I've, I've read that one. Um, but was this before they call her One Eye? The other like exploitation <laughs> movie, revenge call movie. Her one Eye. Um, oh man, that, uh, it's um, yeah, it's the one that like the. I mean, another one that Quentin Tarantino used for the uh, Kill Bill. Uh, what's it? Yeah, for Kill Bill. Oh, I'm just now like putting that together of Daryl Hannah styling. Oh, yeah. It's very patch in this movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, like it's especially even more so for the they call her one eye, which is like a pretty rough like revenge movie. That movie came um, out in '73, so this is after that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, alternate title: Thriller: colon, A Cruel Picture. They call her one eye. Yeah, yeah. I, I recognize. I recognize this. This is this uh, the same actress, or is no, it just not, kind of not. styled He's the same way? No. Um, other yeah. dagger debs that are worth kind of noting. We haven't talked about Bunny. I like the character of Bunny, Janice. Oh, yeah, Janice yeah. Harmon. Is, okay, is Bunny the one that's kind of like third in command? Yeah. Like she's the one that really at the end of the movie is just like fuck this. You guys are lying. Yeah. She's that one, right? She's the yeah. She's the one who gets like uh, prostituted out in the back. Do you know what it's? She's bunny. Oh, she you know what is God. fascinating about Janice Carmen? She went on to be a story writer and a creator of Alvin and the Chipmunks. <gasps> but like the classic 80s Alvin and the Chipmunks. And because of that, she has yeah. producing credits pretty much on any Alvin and the Chipmunks property since. Which is which oh my is, god! I bet she's responsible. Awesome. She has to be responsible for the chipettes. I think that she had oh, a hand yeah, in the chipettes. I could see the chipettes <laughs> in a certain version yes. of the story being Switchblade Sisters. Or Dagger Death. Yeah, I was going to say, there's got to be, like, they probably did some kind of West Side yeah. Story. Jeanette, Jeanette's there. Donut. Come on. There's an, there's analogies for all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eleanor, Eleanor is clearly uh, Patch in Britney's Lace. Come on. And then we talk a little <laughs> bit about Donut, played by Kitty Bruce. Um, yeah, kind of. She's my favorite. She's, a she's great. Fascinating character of this movie. <laughs> I first of all, if I was her, I would have taken my chances on the street. I mean, come on, because if you're not if you're not letting me eat a cheese a double cheeseburger, then oh, I'm seriously. out. Like the, the, all she wanted was some coleslaw. And there is just something about this character that she frustrates you and breaks your heart at the same time because you want her to stand <laughs> yeah. up for herself when uh, when Lace is being such a fucking asshole to her. Yeah, she's she's like. She's got to have game protection. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say, so yeah. Lace at one point says something about like you got to be in a gang. Like yeah. I think it's in that yeah. scene. She's just like, you you have to. Yeah, they'll tear you up if you don't have yeah, any muscle behind yeah. you. And is I mean, is this kind of giving like this warriors kind of world in that like because the principal is like bowing down yes. to the silver daggers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, yeah, it's just supposed to be that. I mean, I think it's, you know, just that 70. Adults are, like, adults are helpless to these asshole teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these teenagers are yeah, I mean, all the guy, in their 40s, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like Lace is the only one that's like close to teenage. But yeah, everyone else is like pushing 30. Especially, especially sure. uh, in the rival gang. Yeah. Like yeah. those motherfuckers yeah. are like. <laughs> They look like they have like two kids. Yeah. In the ditch. It's like, uh, it is. yeah, especially the leader. 
Yeah. I was trying to figure yeah. out if the leader of the rival gang was hot. Or does he just have a crazy haircut? No, he's not hot. <laughs> he has like a Josh, a Josh Harnett yeah, mullet. I, I mean, I, I think he's, he's kind of cute. I don't know. He, uh, you know, that's on you. The the yeah, that's that's on <laughs> you. Um, very like interesting little tidbit. The um, the leader of the of the opposition. What is this? What is this uh, character's name? Um, God damn, what's his name? It's, it starts with a C. Crabs. Crabs. Okay. Crabs has this very specific hairstyle bangs yeah bangs and a mullet yes. right yeah and it's this is 1974 in the simpsons episodes where <laughs> homer and marge are in high school barney <laughs> barney has this haircut exactly exactly oh like they are like they are par- like they're caricaturing crabs with barney that's so it's funny exa- <laughs> and i will do a side by side listeners you're welcome in advance. Well, so, <laughs> um, one of the guys, the like, kind of second in command mm-hmm. of the Silver the ga- Daggers. Oh, okay, and Silver Daggers, sure. The, the guy from uh, he's was in the seventy show. Yeah, he's yes, Donna's yeah. dad. Yeah, and he was. He can hide it. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we were like, he's yaddy, yaddy, yaddy on Bob. But he's just like a big meathead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sorry, I mean, you can tell yeah. Bob on that seventy show if you get his shirt off. <laughs> he has like a jacked body. I never knew. Yeah. I always would watch that 70s show and just kind of thought that Bob was like a kind of a schlubby guy. But like, no, there's a scene of them in a hot tub. And I was like, I oh, mean, he, work, can, he can pull, yeah. he can pull Tanya Roberts. He pulled Tanya Roberts. Yep. There you go. Even, even with the, <laughs> even with the perm, but the second in command of crabs is a full on homosexual. Crab. Oh yeah. So that's what I, okay. I wrote down like, is he gay? He, yeah. Dresses like Liberace, like yeah. these outfits yeah. are crazy, and it's like okay, maybe Krabs's crew is a little bit more flamboyant. They've got like yeah. hats and <laughs> accessories, and you know, yeah, one looks like Harvey Keitel yeah. and Mean Streets or <laughs> Taxi Driver. Yeah, yeah. There's like that. There's like the Latin guy with like long hair and a mustache, and like all this, all this <laughs> stuff going on. Um, Krabs has his like, I mean, granted, his jewelry is like Nazi. You know, yeah, yeah. He's wearing like a swastika he's, necklace. He's yeah. wearing an iron cross with a swastika <laughs> in the middle. Mm-hmm. Just as you did. The but that's the thing about and, these gangs. It's and like motorcycle gangs and all that. They're like, yeah, you're a crosstown rival. We're gonna fuck you up and murder you. But I mean, you know, what we can't agree on is that we hate the blacks and the Jews. Like they're yeah. all like white supremacists. On top of yeah. being like in fights <laughs> with each other, wild. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so yeah. crazy. And it's just a thing. It's just this is his medallion and I'm going to steal it. Okay. Just, and they're working through like politics because oh, they're volunteering Krabs. with like. Krabs is like yep. angling to be like the mayor of whatever like city this is. Yeah, yeah. That felt very, uh, very Roger Corman. So that's where they're sure getting Roger like Corman, a, but it's, like also, a, like a, it's like also a little like Gotham City. I don't yeah. know. So that's where they're getting like, uh, yeah, that's yeah. where they're getting their, their political commentary in this movie. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Uh, the head of the Silver Daggers does make note of Krabs being old. He's like, how oh, many yeah. fucking times are you going to like be a senior in the school? Like you need to graduate already. Yeah. So. Uh, what goes around comes around. Dad. I mean, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I mean, he was yeah. no, he was no spring chicken himself. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I looked him up and he was like 29. OK, so, yeah. I mean, that's not that. I mean, hey. We we all live through nine oh two and oh. 
Yeah. We, we know from 29-year-olds <laughs> playing, was the playing high school. Yeah. So we meet the character of Maggie, played by oh Joanne Nail, oh at the Burger Shack. Uh, I mean, uh, this Joe, scene Joe is Bo's incredible. An absolute queen. <laughs> yeah. Maggie, I, I mean, I love Patch, and I will defend Patch, but Maggie is, like, next level. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as she whips off that... Bell, that, oh, that is a cat of nine. Yeah, like, I don't know what it's the like fuck a it bolo, is. Like, yeah. whips, <laughs> immediately whips her jean jacket around her like wrist as a shield. I'm just like you. I, okay, I'll follow you anywhere. So, so I had questions about the jean jackets wrapped around their left hook. Mm-hmm. And is that what it is? It's like we got a knife in one hand. So yeah, so you figure you covered in denim. A knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All those layers of denim is yeah. It's gonna be harder. To I think with. that um, I think Jack Hill did. Uh, consult real girl gangs work about just kind of elements like that in this movie. Sure. So maybe that was just a detail because they because they did it in the final fight at the very yeah. end. They both yeah. they both did it, but you know one of them had a leather. I jacket. love I love that shot of the silhouette of oh lace my, getting oh cut in the throat. Oh that shot is it incredible. Like, <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of Golden Child when oh, they yeah. have like the snake woman behind this. Very dragon lady, Golden Child. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But no, I mean, and Maggie's introductory look, like, okay, she always has this belt that doubles as a cat mm-hmm. of nine tails and it's like dangles and it's metallic. But her intro look is like denim hot pants with like yeah. above the knee, like black suede boots and like this yeah. jacket and like, oh my God. And she doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't look like at first glance, she's not giving bad girl. Yeah. You know, she, she's kind yeah, of unassuming, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. She, she just kind of looks like a girl from the mall. She's eating her fries. Her hair's like kind of blown yeah. <laughs> out and blonde and just like big waves. Yeah, she's not she's not wearing a hat or an eye patch, so she, you know she's yeah. well because you know the bad girls in this movie like they either have like the stick straight parted down the middle mm-hmm. like seventies hair. There's one girl who's blonde and has an afro. That oh, doesn't yeah. speak. Like, yeah, she just kind of pops in the yeah. background. Yeah, yeah, she was pretty yeah, fascinating. Yeah, um, but yeah, I love her. Like her look later is kind of frumpy. Sure. She's like kind of going through her like her like women's study era right. when she goes and talks to the uh, the Black Panthers. She's wearing, like, brown, like, corduroy pants and a flower shirt and a, like, jean jacket. Well, I, th- looking I th- thing. It's just, like, I I'm, think, a, I'm not I think that. for that, she kind of wants to, like, fit in with them, and those girls are, like, they don't use their femininity. They, they're, right. you know, these, like, Black Panther lady... It's more militant. Yeah, band is more... Gang is more militant. So, yeah, so she's, she's dressing yeah. down for... I don't know. Because she does that when she goes to see... Uh, what's his name? And oh, get yeah. the patch. She's wearing like a little skirt or she's dress. Like, she's giving you Andrew's sisters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I think Maggie just real. And I don't know if this has any bearing on why they chose these looks. Maybe we're reading way too much into right. it. <laughs> but to me, I think it's it's giving me that Maggie kind of is able to adapt to her yeah. surroundings yes. and fit yeah. in where she needs to fit in. And she yeah. does it with her her wardrobe. She does it with her demeanor and, and all that. And that's what makes her successful. And Maggie immediately right. gets the respect from all of the Dagger Debs, too, which I think yeah. kind of impresses Lace. I mean, Lace and Maggie have a very interesting relationship of that you never yeah. quite know where these two characters are going to go by the end of the movie. Too. Yeah. 
Lacey, yeah, Lace seems hot to trot for her at the beginning. Oh. Like as soon as she like pulls off that belt thing, she's like, "Fuck, I'm <laughs> in." Fuck. You yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Patch is kind of jealous. Yep. Absolutely. So, yeah. What? So, I, yeah. Okay, so she gets into this little fight with Patch in the Burger Shack, and I'm like, "Wait, yeah. what did she throw at her?" Because Patch is like, "My other eye." And it's yeah. like, <laughs> "Yeah, I was trying to figure that out too." But was it just was water? It soda? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was it soda or like? Part of the whip ice, yeah, thing? I, I couldn't I, tell. It was probably yeah. uh, probably <laughs> meant to be her her belt whip, you know. Yeah, she's got. Tails. <laughs> yeah, Pat Patch has the, is the best when she's angry. Oh. Like she's like she's like spitting venom. Like when she when the cops come up to her and she's like, "Hands off the fruit, faggot! <laughs> Hands off the fruit!" <laughs> oh my god, we were, I, we were cackling at that line. <laughs> I say that line. All the time. If anyone's getting handsy, I have my hands off that freaking bag. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. You know, this shit is so wild because, like, immediately at the very beginning, when you know, when Lace is leaving her apartment, the repo guy, you know, is there and like he's like repoing the TV and he needs his $45 and like. Right, he's all disgusting, and this showdown in the elevator. As every floor, the door opens, <laughs> yeah. more girls come in, and they all look. Each group of girls looks cooler and tougher and more badass yeah. than the than the last group. And I'm just like, I'm fucking in. <laughs> I'm here. I'm loving this shit. And Lace's attitude towards the general public is yeah. so amazing. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> She's just like fuck everybody. We're, yeah, they run that. We're the Debs. Town. Get like, the fuck out of my burger joint. Get out of my elevator. <laughs> yeah, she's she, yeah she's ripping off landlords, paying for burgers oh at the, the one place they go to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just like walking around with this fatty roll in her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so amazing. When he comes back, the guy that they assault, the repo guy. When he gets yeah. to the burger shack with the cops and his clothes are all yeah. shattered, <laughs> tattered. I know. It's like, so they just cut up his yeah, clothes. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's alive? Because it looked like he yeah, was dead. It look, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, I guess she stole the wad of cash from him. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So, but, uh, so yeah. ultimately, to prove Maggie's alliance to the Dagger Debs, she has to go get this necklace from. Uh, What's his name? From what's his name? Crabs. 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 Yeah. And that kind of right. lets off all of the events of the movie. Of right. kind of where right. it goes. I love it. Uh, I love... <sighs> when they bust through that wall. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, she just takes a chair and, like, knocks her, down the set. Her pl- yeah, and- her plan is, <laughs> I'm in an office with one door in and one door out, and it yeah. is filled with male teenage gang members. So I'm going to pick right. up an office chair and fucking just bust through this wall. Yeah, she's like I've she's done it before <laughs> you can tell. Clearly. She was able <laughs> she's to She's like this is not my first. She was able to assess the wall and think to her in yeah. her head this is dry this that'll is drywall come coming down. <laughs> yeah. I'll bite I'll bite his dick and I'll that'll buy me time to <laughs> knock the wall down. Oh my god. Get the medallion yeah. and run. Oh. I mean, what a what a yeah, plan. Badass. <laughs> badass. Okay, so there's definitely some sketchy shit going on, and there is a 
wild scene with the leader of the Silver Daggers. Is it Dom? Uh, Dom. Who is also, uh, I mean, he's with Lace. Dom is Lace's man because he's, they're right. both the leaders of their, of their groups. And so, I mean, I guess his whole thing is just like, she's the new girl, so I, I get to like, fuck her, yeah. I guess. But like, this, how this scene is shot <laughs> is, um, I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> It's it's, it's, it's rough. rough. I think that it's even hard. Jack Hill has yeah. said that he's yeah. got a lot of flack for this scene. Of that, maybe maybe if yeah, Jack Hill I mean, were to redo this scene, maybe he wouldn't have made the artistic choices. It's pretty bad. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, she never she never stands up for herself and is like, no, I didn't like it. Right. You know, she just kind of yeah. takes it. And it's like, yeah, well, I guess that's what happens. I mean, I guess this is not her first time in a gang, so, so she knows the deal. Yeah, but. It's one of the most disturbing parts about it is that in the trailer, yeah, they put it in the trailer. There's not a lot of yep. sex and nudity. They like sell the rape as like a sex scene. Yeah. Like it's going to be hot. Yeah. Hotsy totsy. And I'm like, Oh, she was actually getting. Yeah. Raped yeah. And so, okay. But, so I read that Jack Hill compared the scene. And then later on, we saw him actually speak about this. He mm-hmm. compared this to, I guess, a scene in the fountainhead, which I have not read. I am not a yeah the biggest Ayn Rand yeah, no. fan. Yeah, but no. he says that in in the Fountainhead there is a character who uh, who's raped and essentially quote unquote not my words shrugs it off, right? And yeah. so he's like, so he felt like he was kind of making this analogy to to this character and to this scene in in the Fountainhead. And it's like, okay, I get, I guess. But I mean, I think it's it's. It's just kind of wrapped up in like the era sure. of the exploitation I was say, movies. It's just sort of mm-hmm. like it's. I don't think there's a lot of thought yeah. about it. It's just sort of like they're like, "Hey, we're presenting a harsh reality, yeah. and that's this is what happens. Girls get raped in gangs, and there's not a lot of thought Something about something that you would have seen in a that. lot of exploitation movies at this time." Oh yeah, I mean, like surprisingly, no animals were killed in this movie, which is the other thing that you always have to deal with. So <laughs> it's like, if it's a seventies horror movie, you're like, okay, great. They're going to kill yeah. an animal. And yeah. I'm going to have to process kill that animal on screen. Um, there's going to be to watch it. Yeah. A horrible rape. That's going to make me feel yeah. like bad, yeah. but you know I mean? That's kind of what you sign up for when you sit down to watch a seventies. But you know what I was into signing up for when watching this movie was a showdown at a roller rink that has one of the main characters <laughs> taking a chain and like whacking yeah. people at the shins as she's roller skating <laughs> by them. That scene was wild. No one's safe either. They're not even pretending. No, yeah, you see like to no. care you see about like you. poor innocent people die in the scene. <laughs> they they're like jumping up on tables with skates. Yeah, <laughs> they're pulling out shotguns in the roller rink. Yeah. And later on, when the cops do catch up with the Debs, they're like, "Oh, we." We heard some people got roughed up at the roller. Roughed ring. up. Like, <laughs> yeah, like what? You're like, we don't like that kind of thing <laughs> going on here. You're like, wait, I think you're downplaying it. You're burying the lead a little bit, cops. Ben, when you come down, the massacre. When you come down for the TCM fest, maybe we'll take you to this roller rink. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I've done this. Oh I've done this loop before. They have the. They have the. They have the queer night is like Wednesdays yeah. or something. It's really fun. Oh my yeah. god, I would die. Yeah. All right, I'll bring my skates. Yeah, you have to. Uh, I I get real chicken shit at the roller rink. I'm very much like I'm 45. You know when it? When I do we, not need to fall we went right for now. For a friend's birthday uh, last year or so, I was surprised how quick it came back to me. Of 
putting on a pair of roller skates. Sure. And I was like good to go. That's... It because we used to do roller skating a lot when I was a kid on like a Friday night. Yeah. It was at the Civic Center in Lewistown, and it just it came right back to me. I could still do it. Yeah, if you put on some Xanadu, it'll just <laughs> like yeah, it's like auto auto memory. I think that my favorite song to roller <laughs> skate to would probably be Sticks, "Sailing Away." Come sail away. Yeah, oh, it's a very long yeah. song, so you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need a good like thirty to forty five minutes of struggling. It's kind of like bowling. Right. Like I start off real stick. bad, and then I get good, and then I get real bad again. You just stick to the wall. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. Yeah, by the end, by the end, you're crossing your legs yeah. over. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm going. I'm going yeah. backwards. You yeah. can't overthink it too. <laughs> doing the limbo, doing the splits under the limbo, <laughs> and shooting the duck. <laughs> yeah, those little girls who could do the splits under the limbo bar, get out of here. That, that is uh, elementary school. I, only. <laughs> I always associate like when I was in elementary school and going to like for our like school mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, skate parties, yeah. whatever. I always associate like. Joan Jet, like okay. uh, like I love rock and yeah. roll and like stuff like that and like seeing like those hood girls with like <laughs> parted bangs in the middle yeah. and combs <laughs> in their back pockets. Uh, yeah. We um so we we sold world's finest chocolate bars in my elementary school, and this is how long ago it was. Uh, okay, two boxes got you the got you the roller skating party at the Fiesta Roller Rink, and three. <laughs> where, and th- where was the Fiesta Roller Rink? It's in San Gabriel. It's okay, on San Gabriel and uh, Las Tunas. Okay, it, it's a furniture store now. Um, they didn't do anything. It they literally have furniture on the roller rink. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but three boxes, one more box of chocolate. Got us into Disneyland. Yeah, so it's like it's like <laughs> roller rink Disneyland. Whoa! Yeah. Oh my god! That was back when a Disneyland <laughs> ticket was like twenty four dollars for like a child. Yeah. So. Oh my god! Yeah. And my mom, because I had a young mom, so she was like, "I'll chaperone." <laughs> <laughs> so she got a free Disneyland ticket and just got to like come with the kids and like hang out. All with the us. chocolate you yeah. want and. It was yeah. awesome, but yeah, the Fiesta roller rink that was that was good times. But like, I feel like they. I feel like when I went, I don't know if it was just because of the neighborhood that we're in or whatever, but like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm remembering like color me bad. And like, <laughs> I think they were playing like top 40 stuff. They weren't playing anything cool. I like, I, I never went like after elementary school. So like by the nineties, yeah. I like, are there any big roller rinks in Atlanta left? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's pre- yeah. Um, yeah, there's like one called like Sparkles, and like oh my, oh my god, god, I can't sparkles. believe I'm forgetting like the main one that like, like, um, little Bow Wow mm. like did his like oh, videos, like, and bounce sure. bounce roll skate in the, that movie. And, uh, uh, this roll is bounce, the same. This yeah. is the same roller rink from uh, R- Roller Boogie. Oh, all of the open, all of the oh, shots yeah, okay, of Roller Boogie okay. from outside of when uh, all yeah. the big shots. I mean, it's Moonlight. Like I said, if you need a roller rink in any movie or TV, chances are. It's this place in Glendale. Work. Oh, my God. That sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. This so. scene is wild <laughs> of seeing all of these. I mean, we're going from chains to just it escalates to guns <laughs> really quick. Automatic raffles. Automatic yeah, I mean, like, yeah. yeah. Like, the, the things kids are using these yeah, days. And do you think that just the, the attitude with filming this scene with Jack Hill of, well, this is so crazy. Like this is not happening in real life. Right. So let's just right. have fun with it. And I mean, decades later, it's just like, just like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. 
<laughs> okay, yeah. so uh, earlier in the movie, Lace tells uh, what's his name? Dom. Dom. I keep wanting to call him Nikki. Mm-hmm. She calls him Nikki, and he's like, "Don't call him." Oh that. yeah, Nikki. Yeah. yeah, that's his pet yeah. name. Uh, she tells Dom that she's knocked up. She's that she's she PG when she yeah. got out of prison. That's when she f- and figured I, out that she's and, knocked up. Yeah, when I don't know if I always kind of thought like, is she lying? Is she trying to? Is she testing sure. him because of the whole Maggie situation? Mm-hmm. But then you know, it's funny. I, I th- always thought that she was lying too. But this time I was like, oh, maybe she really because when she was in the hospital, she yeah, did seem sad. Yeah. So maybe. Maybe she was just lying about Dom's yeah. excitement for right, it. Right, right. And then when yeah. uh, when what's his name when Krabs kind of smacks her right in the gut with this chain. Yeah. So I think that's kind of to yeah. telegraph to us, like, okay, she really yeah, was, and she lost it in this like in this crazy shootout slash chain fight that she was that she for. was ultimately responsible sure. for. Ugh. Yeah. Ah. So, okay. There is a scene before this where there is a legit a drive-by shooting <laughs> with <laughs> Dom's younger brother who looks older oh, if yeah. not the same age as him. <laughs> oh, the one the one outside the yeah, the one outside of the school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when they like shoot him and then kidnap the right. girl. Right. I was trying so, to see if that was John Marshall Hyatt. So it, it looked like it, but it's not. So, but my my point is, they shoot the brother in a drive by shooting, and they like kidnap and gang rape his like girlfriend, yeah. who's also a deb. Yeah. But they kind of mention that the brother's alive. Like Dom comes back and he's all oh, sad yeah. and he's like, he lost a lot of blood, but like he's doing okay. And he doesn't say he died. So he lives. So I'm like, okay, the brother lives. So I'm thinking, all right, people aren't going to straight up just die. They didn't kill the brother. And I would think in a movie like this where the other gang is like, we're going to send a message. They're going to kill the younger right. brother. And when they don't, I'm like, okay, maybe they're not going to straight up murder each other. No, Dominic takes a full shotgun blast to the chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> and bleeds out. And they're like, leave him. The cops are on their way. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. His chest oh. is shredded. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Um, this this yeah. scene really just like shattered whatever expectations. I, I mean, if like the, the, the Frank rape scene didn't shatter my <laughs> expectations. This really kind of put me in the like, okay, nothing is off limits here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think that's like, like one of the fun or not necessarily fun, but it was just kind of like one of the like interesting things about seeing that movie, like in the nineties, like yeah. they just weren't making movies like that. Oh, and no, like, yeah. it wasn't until you discovered these kind of like, you know, you'd have to go to like a, a video store downtown to sure, like, yeah. to see these, like, like, like they weren't on cable. Yeah. Like, you know, like, these are the things that got skipped from yeah. cable. So, like, I never got to see stuff like this, like, growing and, up. Oh. So you're just like, fuck. The 70s were yeah. wild. And well, this isn't this isn't going to be a blockbuster video. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. something that would be skipped in a home video release. Yeah, okay. just something that would not be in a traditional home video release. Like, you would have had to have seen this in the theater. Yeah. 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 Or, or had, like, a, a, a reel of it, like Adrian Zemed, and just be <laughs> 
like we're gonna you know what i mean like i got this movie yeah, like yeah. we're gonna watch it in the basement kind of a thing yeah i mean it would have been like a dubbed copy mm-hmm. handed to you by somebody you know like it's like as a movie you would have had to work yeah. for or like know somebody to, to know that this is a movie you see maybe you had like you know like a cult movie book yeah. and you know you'd have to do your research basically do we want to talk a little bit about muff and her gang of African-American militants from across the town. I love these characters. Yeah. Yeah. These are, yeah, these are like the like born in flames, like militants. Yes. Uh, black yeah. females. These well, broads. Love them. Well, love them. I think that they come at a time in the movie that when I'm watching this movie now and I'm just thinking, there's a lot of white people in this movie. <laughs> like there's a lot of yeah. white gang <laughs> yeah, members yeah. Of, like in this movie. <laughs> like I want to see like I want to see some like perspective of what else is going on. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like hey, they're hey, kind of a breath of fresh hey, air. Krabs has a Latin guy in his, yeah. in his crew. Sure. <laughs> He's got a big, <laughs> my big bushy, bushy mustache. <laughs> yeah. He, he reads. He reads Hispanic from. He's, and, he's a little yes. Frito Bandito. It's and okay. Muff and her girls <laughs> are in an abandoned police precinct. Oh my god. Yeah. Which is kind of which yeah. is kind of cool. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah, it's very like you know, but, Warriors assault on th- precinct yeah. thirteen. Or this is this is before Warriors. Yeah. yeah, but I but I love the like graffiti on the outside that like precinct shut down and they'll be like on account of yeah. we drove the pigs out <laughs> on account. Of- yeah. You know, I just watched. I just recently watched <laughs> on account. I just recently watched uh, assault on precinct thirteen. The oh, it was good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, great, yeah. solid ninety minute movie. That cut. Yeah, when they kill the little girl, the ice cream cone. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. god! But yeah, I mean, even even like the, even the graffiti is like kind of old timey. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was another shot of something else that said it was closed down because of like I don't know they were driven out of town or something like that. I'm just like, fuck, man, this neighborhood, whatever city this is in, like, count me out. This, I'm, this I'm actress is really here. fun, Marlene Clark. I mean, she's oh, had muff. she's had like such a career. I mean, look at look at some of these movies. I mean, she was in Black Mamba, The Switchblade Sisters. Oh. She did some. Looks like she did some Hammer horror movies. The Beast Must Die. Oh, Beware wow. the Blob. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. And, and I think that she was also on Sanford and Son. Oh, look at that. She was on Highway to Heaven. <laughs> so so the idea is that Maggie's new in town, and this is her old neighborhood, and these are her old friends. Yeah, I think right? so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she'd had previous dealings with them before. Sure. So, yeah, and they, they knew that Maggie was good stock. Yeah. I was going to say that kind of, I mean... Not for nothing, but that kind of shows how kind of like tough Maggie is. Yeah, yeah. If she's still on good terms with, and I mean, this, this gang of these girls, it's like, they, they're the real deal. They're ready. (laughs) I mean, like, I love, there's like a scene where they're in there practicing shooting uh, the machine guns. And there's just a woman sitting there with a clipboard. (laughs) At a desk, <laughs> taking notes. I'm like, what's her clerical yeah. job here? Like, this is a very what well organized game. I, was, I mean, yeah, it's just like, okay, you get an 88 on this, yeah. and I think they're ready to move on to the yeah. next one. Yeah, you can't so. move forward until you get at least an 80 or yeah. better. Uh, they have a tank. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> they have a yeah. homemade tank. It's like an old Buick. It's like a Cutlass Supreme that they just like. <laughs> modified. Well, modified. <laughs> but, but, it, but it is pretty awesome that they go to another girl yes, game yeah. 
for help. You know, like they're not, they're not, okay, we got to go get like another set of boyfriends to help yeah. us. And like, you know, I mean, this is not the credit to any, there's no female writers on this. Okay. You know? like, yeah. Kudos, kudos to That's them true. For, for doing that. I mean, when, when, is it when, when Lace is in the hospital that Maggie fully just like expels all the daggers? Oh yeah. All the male like, daggers. Up. Yeah. Yeah, that's when she calls him a, a, a cripple <laughs> dick. She says, she says, <laughs> she was like, everyone knows your your hook. No, your crank couldn't hook couldn't a tuna. Couldn't hook a tuna, yeah. <laughs> As I'm just like I thinking don't know about what. that. And when you see that actor's performance, like, he is like emasculated. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, when, when she says that. It's Don Stark, right? It's Bob from That 70s Show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you do with a crank to hook a tuna yeah but I don't, uh, he's he can't he, do it <laughs> he's nowhere near completing it oh man yeah that shit is wild and that's that that's that one character that's saying it that i love this is it bambi oh um uh, or bunny, bunny. bunny yeah yeah. Bunny bunny, says yeah. It. yeah yeah and then that's when so they kick they kick the silver daggers yeah. out and then then maggie Remembers what she just saw in the in the dictionary, <laughs> a definition of, of Jezebel. The Jezebel, an, in, an yeah, impudent is, woman. Uh, they changed their names to the oh Jezebels. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah, an impudent, shameless, morally unrestrained. Oh, there woman. you go. So ultimately, this movie is leading up to the big showdown at, at the, the back lot. at the Universal backlot, yeah. which I love. Yeah. I, I mean, I like that there is just no realism to the set of we have yeah. we have a couple hours to shoot at Universal <laughs> or, or Warner, so we're just going to do it because we can't we can't be filming this like downtown LA in the middle of the day. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I kind of like that they were like, you know, where we'll meet, we'll settle this on the MGM lot. <laughs> no one's there <laughs> yeah. these days. No, yeah, it's a ghost town. <laughs> yeah, uh, they've got the food truck for okay. Yeah, but it seems like Krabs' gang is kind of doing good stuff for the youth in the town. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but are they? But are they recruiting them oh, to be in the gang through of, of white supremacists? Through, me, through white yeah, supremacists. Yeah. I, don't I think know. they're just yeah. like. It seems like it's all just a show for yeah. like doing mm-hmm. that. I mean, like. Yeah. Whatever his uh, end game for, for is, the, for the mayor, yeah, that's for the coming. mayor. Whatever his end game, I, I I love at one point like something happens and he's like, I gotta meet the mayor. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like what? Yeah. What teenager? Because he has the shit beat out of him. I I, I gotta meet the mayor in a in like forty five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. He's like, yeah, let's grab me the guns. Let's kill these guys. I gotta meet the mayor. When they when they first do show up and they go to like the food truck and the flaming homosexual second in hip command to crabs is just mm-hmm. like oh, you girls need to leave <laughs> and like they're like messing with the food and she's like right Ooh, and that porridge the hell i don't know what that is when she throws it in his face it is gruel it's gruel that they're it, serving to these kids yeah it looks like this thing called chip beef oh my, sure uh Parents used to make, and I never ate it. And I was just like, I'll go to bed hungry this time. Sorry. Chip, chip beef was what the grandma made in Pecker. She, yeah, she yeah. had a chip yes. beef stand outside of the house. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Full of grace. <laughs> Full of grace. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was wild. We're just like, what is, what is this? And then she pours it on him, and he's like, look what they did to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a, that polyester blouse is ruined. But it has like a like a ribbing around the bottom that's like yeah. really high. I couldn't tell if you like tied yeah. it up <laughs> and had an undershirt. Yeah, I, 
I just scribbled down gay. gay? Yeah. Good. And I was like, I'm, okay. I meant to bring that up with okay. you guys. So I'm glad that yeah. you thought that as yeah, well. Same. Thank you for, for, for picking up on That's that too. That's funny. <laughs> um, the, the final showdown though, this battle, it, it's, it's a lot. Well, because Maggie doesn't want crabs killed. She wants them alive. Well, she needs them to talk. She needs oh, them yeah, to talk. Yeah. She needs to get that info. But I mean, Lace just like... I don't know if that's part of Othello or not. Or right. Like, yeah. Even, at that I point, I'm that. just like, it's getting muddy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but Lace just like blows him down with bullets. Uh, yeah. Well, it's actually Patch. Oh, Patch. Patch yeah. takes him out because she knows too. So she's just like, it was an accident. Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. The entire scene is crazy. Like I said, they have... A full tank that they drive into town, just murdering everyone left and right. Uh, it doesn't seem like a lot of uh, Jezebels or anybody from Muff's gang get taken out at all. No, like, when they're having their like, victory party over their beers, I love, I love their victory party with, their all, highlights. with all of these Miller Highlight cans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The yep. pop top cans. <laughs> and like the pool table yeah. with Tiffany lamps. Yeah. I, I <laughs> love that. And that, that warehouse. Yes. Their their lair is cool. <laughs> this whatever this, yeah. what this warehouse is that that's the, the the Jezebels like which the police have been staking out. So regardless of what happens at the <laughs> end of this movie, sure, all of these girls are going to jail. Right. Yeah. Which <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about their final plan. Yeah. To all say that they're Jezebels, sure. and I mean I get why they. They don't let Patch right. be a Jezebel because she's a traitor. Right. But does that mean that Patch just gets to not go to jail? Yeah, does she get off? And <laughs> they're like, okay, I'm you like, go free. Yeah, okay, then you're not arrested, but all of y'all are. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, even yeah. with the it's last loyalty. big battle on the Warner Brothers backlot, I don't really know what the Jezebel's end game really is. Right. At the end just of the day. Scratching and surviving. Uh, yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> scratching <laughs> it's, and surviving. It's, uh, but it's also, yeah, there's it's not retaliation, a... I guess. It's yeah. just, that's the whole point. Is just, we're getting them because they got us. And I think that's, that's yeah, gang just, warfare. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, there's, there's life in a gang is yeah. tough. This last battle between and... Lace and Maggie is pretty great. It's also one of my favorite scenes. Of the yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. They both wrap their wrists yes. and, and denim jackets. They imme- and yeah, they immediately wrap their own level yeah. level ground. I mean, very well directed. I mean, this is why Jack Hill is such a great filmmaker. Is that he's choosing to photograph this scene like that, which yeah. is pretty cool. Like that's this is this has been like thought about. Like they're just not doing yeah, this, yeah. and they're going to be. This isn't just like a one take shot. Like there was a lot of thought and care put in to the main climax of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're not just like. I mean, they're like most of the American national like like films are not the like set the people in a room, set it, set up the camera, point it like the Herschel Gordon Lewis setup where it's just sure. like one long take, you know. And so like, there's always some creative filmmaking because I think that they were that that group of directors coming out of film schools, like wanting to get their shot and using this basically as, you know, like the extension of their like, like education. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. So when they're holding down Maggie and 
Lace grabs a cigarette And I'm like okay She's gonna put a cigarette out on her Maggie's Maggie's gotten worse She's fine She can deal (laughs) with it I mean she got That bitch puts a cigarette out She got right up after In her belly button I felt that (laughs) Yeah it looks like she was gonna do that trick Where she makes it smoke (laughs) (laughs) So I was like okay Yeah but no I was like Oh she could take it Big deal Do do something Cut up her face But (laughs) (laughs) But no It was She did it She did it right in the belly button I was like Ooh I don't know why That hurts more Um Yeah But then yeah But then she's like Oh you You look really good With a scar on your face (laughs) (laughs) But then they both do They both do get in a good cut On each other's face In the fight So I'm like Yeah Either way Yeah she's a mess By the the time she comes out on top She's a mess She's a mess when It is like Texas Chainsaw Massacre Jumped out the window This actress when she's being hauled off In the paddy wagon Can we say paddy wagon anymore? Uh, Is that Is that Is that kind of a We're gonna have to to bleep that But um When she's being hauled off Like her last big scene Is so good Of that We're eventually We're eventually gonna get out Oh my god You won't keep us off the streets Let me give you some advice. No, let me give you some advice, cop. You can beat us, chain us, lock us up. But we're going to be back, understand? And when we do, cop, you better keep your ass on our turf. Well, we'll blow it up. You dig? Get the bell, cop. Remember that name. We're the Jezebel's fatso. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they're just <laughs> keeping their head above water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's like, you won't see the last of us. We'll be back because I guess she knows the system now. She's like, sure. I'm, yeah. Well, what did I'm a twenty? I'm a twenty eight year old teenager. <laughs> I'll be back on these right. streets. I was I was gonna say that was Lace's whole thing. They can't hold us. Yeah. We're juvenile. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah. So I mean, I guess like their victory is finally saying to the cops that they're in a yeah. gang. Like they're they're standing up for themselves. But I think pretty obvious first degree murder is like a little bit more of sure. a charge. <laughs> Just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Cutting up a yeah. repo man's tie. Oh yeah, you're you're probably going to be sent away for all <laughs> yeah, of this. Yeah, this yeah. is charged so. as an uh, tried as an adult kind of kind of kind of stuff. If this movie was a hit. We could have had a Jezebel's in prison. I was going to say, yeah, we'll meet again in Jezebel's yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> What's the subtitle? Um, I would imagine too? this movie has probably a pretty big lesbian following. So I was, I saw like on the, I guess one of the special features that someone in the '90s was selling like bootleg, like copies of it and selling it as like a lesbian, uh, a lesbian like cult movie, okay. golden cult movie. I mean, okay. yeah, yeah. They showed like a cover art of it, and it looked like. It looked like someone drew it with magic markers, <laughs> and it looked pretty amazing. I wanted a T-shirt on it. I was going to say, I want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looked very like Zine Flyer. Sure, uh, <laughs> yeah. pretty pretty rad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like um, I feel like a girl gang. That movie. seems to be inherently gay. 
Well, yeah. A girl gang. Oh, yeah. Pete, do you yeah. remember when we lived in Pasadena on Bonnie Street? Uh-huh. There was a house that was like oh, it was for the a bad house girls. For, for bad girls. Yeah. And Pete and I <gasps> were obsessed with it. Yeah. That all of, like, oh all of these teenage bad <laughs> girls had to go live at this house. Yeah. It was like a reform oh house God. or like a halfway house for like underage girls. Yeah. Were they out like on the... On the porch, yes. like doing the nails, I, like I filing the nails. I remember being catcalled by one of them yes. when I was walking down the street once. Oh my god! So we used to live in uh, one of my apartments was like a halfway house for like when when guys got out of prison, mm-hmm. they'd have to go stay there and like work and report back yeah. there. And our like windows faced into each other, <gasps> and the only thing they ever did was like work out in the yard, and then like uh, I mean they had like like a fenced in backyard area and they were all just like lifting weights out there. And then we could see them giving each other haircuts. Oh, they were always like, <laughs> like touching up their like fades yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I was just like, like we would just watch TV and then like look, turn around and look. And was like, look, they're giving haircuts. <laughs> so I loved it. That's amazing. And then on the other side of that building was our uh, Atlanta Eagle, like the leather oh. bar. So it was like, that was a prime location. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. 20s. Jeez Louise. What a neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I like the, the reform that, school girls on our I like to block. think that there was like a switchblade sister gang in this house. Uh, I mean, do the does like the DA or whoever do that kind of homework saying like, well, we can't put her in this house because like there's girls from like her gang or whatever there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. know. Cuz it could get pretty like I don't I don't know. <laughs> but they were wild though. <laughs> <laughs> they would they would sit in the porch and just be loud and just like yeah talk shit. Ooh, like <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah. Yeah, I miss those I miss those days. But I feel like a girl gang movie to me, that's I I'm more drawn to that than like cheerleaders. But I yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That may, that's just the Yeah, I started making a list like one of my other favorite like movies from that era of like uh it was I mean it was released by something weird mm. video, but it was teenage gang dubs. Oh. And it's like 60s girl gangs in New York. And they're kind of like, I think a lot of them were like members. Like there's, it's like, a, there's like very, very loosely a plot. And so it's <laughs> kind of just a lot of like non-actors hanging out in a room. And there's some kind of basically the same sort sure. of thing where like a new girl comes into a gang and she's going to be the new leader yeah, yeah. and sleeps with the boyfriend. But this one has like, they're like, the runettes, you know, oh, like they have like sure. white lipstick yeah, hair yeah, yeah. and big hair and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. um, but I was obsessed with that movie and just like the name Teenage Game oh, that's was great. just like, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. the best. Um, I feel like, so yeah, that, oh yeah, just, I feel like for, for the time frame of this movie, from what I know about like, especially like LA in particular, I think like the background girls looked a little bit more authentic you know, I, but yeah. even like even Donut and and Bunny, I feel like there was a girl that was always kind of in a scene with Bunny, and she had like a, she would wear like a vest, like a denim vest, and like she kind of had like feathered hair. Um, but yeah, I I love the redheaded one. She yeah. looked like she looked lived. She's in. the one with the nose ring. <laughs> There's Ooh, one with the nose know. ring. I didn't notice that. She had, she was always kind of like. Behind yeah, Bunny. Yeah, and she had, like, like her hair, yeah. like, she like a, 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 a round comb and, like, a blow dryer, like, the big rolls, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, I feel like uh, Maggie, Patch, and Lace were a little too, like, glamorous, like, a little too dolled up. Mm-hmm. 
little too beautiful. I mean, this is a movie, darling. And it's yeah. a movie. It's a movie, and, and, and darling. There are, and there are leads. <laughs> yes. But like to me, I'm like, yeah, give me, give me, give me bunny. Give me donut. Like donut really look like. Donut's look is so, yeah. she looks like one of my aunts <laughs> when they were in high school. She has such a 70s look about her. Yeah. Yeah. She sold that, uh, that game with a cigarette. That they had to play oh with you. Oh my god! With who, dropped the yeah. cigar- who dropped the cigarette? Who dropped the cigarette first? And then she gets slapped. I mean, she took a slap. She took a slap. Oh my god! Yeah, that guy was like, "You cost me thirty bucks." I was like, "I was like, Donut, can I get a break? She's not getting Seriously. a burger." Seriously, if she wants a snack, she's getting like called out for it. She's, it was yeah. three to one odds against Donut, but it's like I don't know. Did you light the cigarettes at the exact same time? There are a lot of factors here. Why? Also, like. <laughs> You sh- I wouldn't bet three to no, one on, bun- on no, donut for anything. No, no, no. She's she's not yeah, built no, for you it. Know, you yeah. know she's gonna fuck it up. So <laughs> yeah, poor donut. <laughs> poor. Donut. I would like I if I was in a girl gang, I would be donut. Oh, for absolutely, sure. absolutely. And I would just take yeah. my chance on the streets. <laughs> like I'm just. I gonna, don't know yeah. if I was in a girl gang. Who would? Like, th- what what character type would I? Be? I think I just feel like I would need the protection of the gang, other than taking my chance on the streets. But like, yeah, I don't I don't know. But if they're not giving you food, what are That's they giving true. you? That's true. Yeah. What is uh, is is starving worth the the I don't know. I think that am I if I'm taking the BuzzFeed what switchblade sister are you quiz. <laughs> yeah. I think that I'm probably getting bunny. You are not getting you're not getting blonde Butter. afro. I don't think I'm that, getting that blonde afro. Doesn't have any lines. I would want to be patch, but I don't think that I am that you're I don't getting, think that I am not patch. That angry. I'm not that angry. I like that. to think that I'm Patch, but I You I'm don't not. have that deep in your soul. That I think I'm probably bunny. <laughs> I don't have the energy to spend. Like, I don't get caught up in, like, uh, the power games sure, or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm never about that. Like, I don't like that about some reality yeah, shows. Yeah. The, like, alliances. I'm like, ugh, yeah. this sounds like a lot of work uh, and a lot of, like, relationship building and... True. I'm just going to probably try to be making it with guys yeah, and yeah. eating burgers. <laughs> yeah, you take all the same, benefits. Same as I yeah, do. all the benefits of being in a gang. Like, hanging yeah. out with the dudes. Like, yeah, getting some. And, hey, maybe I'll, maybe I'll hang out in the yeah. ladies' room and, like, take a cut of that five bucks. <laughs> five bucks yeah, a pop. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah. If, I'm going to skim off the top. Yeah. If, I'm, okay. like, if I'm turning tricks yeah. in the bathroom, I'm going to skim I'm charging them se- the $7, and I'm giving five to... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to that 70 yeah. show. Do we know if there's any yeah. relation to Jack Hill and Walter Hill? Ooh, good Is question. there any relations to those uh, two? I've never seen them. Wait, in, who's Walter He directed Hill? The Warriors. Oh, okay. Uh, no, okay. no. I've never seen them in the same room together. <laughs> <laughs> So, so maybe. Well, so, are there uh, are there any other girl gang movies that you like, or at the top of your list? Oh God, Scott, you have you have your exploitation girl like, gang movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned Faster Pussycat, sure. which is like, yeah. What I I think I'd seen that first, mm-hmm. and like like that movie just you know like I want your to life. eventually like, make it to. Um, Faster Pussycat Kill Kill on the podcast. I mean, is uh, The Craft a girl gang movie? <laughs> the Craft? Yeah, yeah, sort it's of. It's kind of a girl gang movie. Girls. Foxfire with Angelina Jolie. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like you guys have got to get a good drag queen to do Faster Pussycat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I have a few like, people in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, some good. Born in Flames is like a, a, great, a great one, like a lesbian cult underground movie. 
Uh, have you ever seen the, the High School Hellcats? The like kind I of was just Googling one? this right now when I was looking at it. Oh, it's uh, Yvonne Lime. I'll have to track this one yeah, down. Yeah, it's it's pretty okay. I mean, like it's it's very early uh, AIP, mm. so it's like it's not really that bad. But it's kind of like uh, oh yeah, fifty eight. It feels like a um, like MST3K adjacent uh, yeah. thing where they're like sure. There's like some like initiation stuff, but nothing too bad happens. Sure. But it's a great title. Oh, yeah, high school Hellcats. And I think like the Cramps do, uh, or and Crybaby they do a song called High School Hellcats. Um, I forgot. Like the Cramps recorded it, but then they didn't use oh, okay. it. Okay, love Crybaby. Um, Girls Town is another good one with uh, uh, Mammy Van Doren, uh, where, where she's like out of reform school and like. She has to break new girls in. <laughs> Did we talk a little bit about teenage girl, uh, teenage gang Debs earlier? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you mention um, that one? It looks like that's on Tubi. Yeah, that's the one. It's like something weird video. Oh, it's on Tubi. Yeah, it looks like it's on Tubi. Okay. Well, yeah, it's a most good one of to these watch, movies like, are on Tubi. Really? Okay. Thank you, Tubi. Yeah, absolutely. You just have to deal with the ad. Those ad breaks in the middle yeah. of the sentence. <laughs> yeah, they're not very artfully <laughs> they're not very artfully included in there. What's it called? Teenage um, gang debs? Yeah. Oh yeah. My goodness. It's like mid sixties. Um I, Yeah, and like I loved those something weird DVDs. Like they always came with like extra bonus material okay. of like there'd be like a double feature and like twenty trailers of like other movies in the same genre. Yeah. yeah. And so I'd be, just be like, okay, I'd be like making a list at home and like I have a notebook full of stuff to go rent. Yeah, we got this pack from Severin. Ah. Um, yeah, what did we saw? It was when we went to go see. We went to um, go see that Peaches Christ movie with Natasha Leone. With, with Natasha yeah. Leone, yeah. And we got the cat, the Severin catalog. So I, I need to look through that. Oh, and nice. See what's, go, see what's going on. See you know what? What there. we've been doing? We've been we just got a membership at the Alamo Draft House, and during all of their pre-programming, they have all of the old vintage trailers, and they're customized oh, to yeah. what movie that you're going to. Yeah. And when we went to Bottoms a few weeks ago, or last week. It was all mm-hmm. cheerleader movies from the seventies. So yeah. I, oh, I shit. put them all in my uh, <laughs> on my letterbox watch list. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm gonna have to go crib that from you. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. I loved Bottoms, by the way. It was oh, so, so funny. good. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. a good time. We loved I was it. Cracking yeah, up. yeah, we loved yeah. it. I wasn't prepared for the kind of like absurdity that was going to be in there and the surrealism, but I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I love the, uh, they just kind of mashed up everything. They had some like eighties, yes. like hints and stuff. And like, yeah, yeah, abso- absolutely. Well, Ben, thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Yeah. This was so much. I think for me back. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. This movie is, yeah, this movie's out of control. So I knew that when we went to this at the new Bev that we had to do it on the show. I know that it's kind of a weird deep poll that probably not a lot of listeners have seen. But it's kind of yeah. a fun opportunity to talk about exploitation movies in Jack Hill, too. Yeah, yeah. I was really excited that you said uh, Pete wanted to do this one. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, thanks for coming on. And we'll, we'll, um, we'll do something fun again in the, in the future. All right. But, um, until then, we will uh, we'll let you go. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, thank you so much, man. All right. Thank you, guys. Right. Talk See to ya. you soon. Bye. 
And thanks so much for listening, everybody. That was another great episode. Switchblade Sisters, we love it. And a great big thank you to Ben Cheeves, our wonderful guest. Love it when Ben comes on the show. Always a good time. Uh, I know Switchblade Sisters might be hard to find, but do yourself a favor and look it up. It might be on YouTube. I think we talked about it a little bit where you can find it. But it's, uh, it's tough, but it's out there. And uh, it is a really, really fun watch, as uh, hopefully we just got that across to you. But um, I think right now... It is time, time for some Patreon shout-outs. <laughs> I want to say hi, hello, and thank you to all of our wonderful patrons who contribute every month, including Tammy and uh, Roberto, Brett, Tren, Daisy, Kelly, Chrissy, Stephen, Jake, Desiree, Laura, Thomas, Brenna, Jessa Rabbit, Lawrence, Lisa, Alexis, Thomas, Mark, Millie, Ted, Benny, Jamel, Melanie, Susan, JJ, Shelby, Jamie, Drew, Genevieve, Dawn, Joshua, Emma Melly, Aaron, Jessica, Nick and Shannon, Christine, and Rafino. Thank you for being a friend. You guys, thank you so much for being patrons. Head over to patreon.com slash movies that made us gay to see all of the additional bonus content that uh, we have to offer. Uh, there are different tiers, so whatever you feel like you can donate to us, thank you so much for donating, you know, your hard-earned you know, dollars, dinero, the cointadas. We, you know, it goes directly to keeping the show up and running ad-free every Friday. All right. So thank you so much. If you can, you want to make a one-time donation, then you'll have 30 days to check out everything on there and listen to all of it at your leisure or else you can do a recurring one and that all helps so much. We uh, are just starting a new series on our Patreon where we talk about movies we just, uh, our introductory episode was about the adventures of Pete and Pete from Nickelodeon. If you're Gen X like me or pretty much a millennial like, <laughs> like Scott, uh, then you definitely remember the adventures of Pete and Pete. What an iconic show. We are talking the coolest, the coolest guest stars and cameos from this episode that we covered had Michael Stipe and, uh, Kate Pearson, but it had tons of guests like Janine Garofalo and um, uh, too many to count, but Pete and Pete is a wonderful show. It was really formative for the both of us, and it really uh, it's kicking off our series on Patreon where we talk about television shows. Each week or each month, we're going to have a couple of them, and we're going to talk about different shows that we really grew up on and, and, and um, episodes that really meant a lot to us. So uh, head over to patreon.com slash movies that made us gay for that, as well as we have an entire season of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars that we recapped, and we have over 30 uh, Watch With Us commentary tracks. So there's going to be information on how to check those out and um, all the different tiers and, and your options over on Patreon. So thank you very much for checking that out and for, for participating. We really appreciate it, and it really helps us keep, keep the show going for you every week. We'd also love it if you would like and subscribe to the show. If you're on Apple Podcasts, uh, even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, if you listen on Spotify or, or anything else, if you have an iPhone, Apple Podcasts is preloaded. Open the app, look for our show, and give us five stars. It takes no time at all, and it really helps us out in the long run. It helps our show get kind of spread out far and wide and, and gain more listeners. And if you'd be so kind, hey, write us a review. It'll take no time at all. I love the show. 
dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and um, we'll read it on an upcoming episode. And again, it really helps us in the long run for, for the show to get uh, recognized and, to, and for the word to get spread out. So head over to Apple Podcasts to do that. If you're on Spotify, you can give us five stars. No reviews, but you can give us a five-star rating. So that would help us out a lot. And if you're on the socials, we're on the socials. We're at Movies That Made Us Gay on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're MTMUG Pod on uh, X. We're on Threads, uh, Movies That Made Us Gay. We're at MTMUG Pod on Blue Sky. Well, yeah, we have a Blue Sky. So head over to that if you're uh, on that app and check us out. Uh, we're mostly active on Instagram. And we've gotten kind of a little boost in our Instagram uh posts lately they've been taken off so thank you very much if you've been liking and sharing and uh, commenting and all that stuff every little bit helps and it you know gets that word out so thank you so much once again so yeah check us out on socials and if you want to follow our personal socials feel free my name is pete i am at peter lasagna on instagram um i don't really do much on twitter anymore so <laughs> uh my instagram is is where it's at and uh scott if you want to follow scott you can check out his uh he's got scott Youngballer on instagram and you can check out his letterbox it tells you what movies we are watching every week if scott watched it i pretty much watched it too um so yeah check out his letterbox to look for scott Youngbauer. so thank you so much for listening everybody we will see you next week bye